We did it. Episode five, zero 50 episodes of the main state of mind podcast. So excited. Thank you all for joining me along this journey. Uh, I'm your host, Justin Soderberg. Today's guest is Jeremy Swayman, uh, goaltender for the Boston Bruins, former UMaine Black Bear goaltender. Um, we talked hockey and talked his experience at UMaine uh, all the way to his journey in playing for the Boston Bruins and getting his NHL debut uh, in 2021 for the Boston Bruins and, and taking and seizing every opportunity possible um, in his career as a hockey player. Um, Jeremy Swayman, he was, uh, I said, like I said, goaltender at UMaine. He had uh, made his debut on uh, April 6th of 2021, got a win in his debut for the Bruins. 10 days later, picked up his first shutout for the Boston Bruins. Uh, but back when he was playing at UMaine, he was a finalist for the Hobie Baker Award, which is given to the national uh, best um, hockey player of the C of the year into the 2019, 2020 season. He was a finalist for that award. Didn't win, uh, but he was a finalist for that award. And he, um, in 2019, 20 as well, uh, finished fourth in the conference at hockey East with his team at UMaine, but also was the winner of the Mike Richter award for the best goaltender in college hockey, uh, which is pretty, uh, pretty sweet accomplishment for him. There was no playoffs for the hockey East in 2019, 20 due to COVID. And so after his career at UMaine had come to an end of that season, uh, he decided to sign professionally with the Boston Bruins and started playing for the Providence Bruins, uh, which is the AHL affiliate of the professional team. Um, got it, like I said, made its debut in 2021. Uh, us Mainers are super proud of him, super excited. So what a better guest to have on. Uh, there is no better guest, I should say, to have on for episode five, zero, 50 episodes of the Main State of Mind. Today's episode, Jeremy Swayman, Boston Bruins goaltender and former UMaine Black Bear. Follow us, subscribe on everything possible, uh, but mainly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And follow us on social media, Facebook, and Instagram uh, for the latest updates and great things that are coming out from the main state of mind. So episode 50 here with Jeremy Swayman of the Boston Bruins. Enjoy, everybody, and thank you. How's it going, Jeremy? Good, Justin. How you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing wonderful. Yeah, man. Uh, you uh, traveling a lot, huh? Coming back from the road? Yeah, we're actually on the road now. On the road. Um, just left for New Jersey. So we just got here, and it's pretty sweet so far. On the uh, bus ride in, I saw the Freedom Tower for the first time, so that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I mean, it's kind of cool because, I mean, you live, you're from Anchorage, Alaska, correct? Yeah, yeah, a so little... Like, uh, you were on both north. sides of the uh, the country when you played it. You lived in Anchorage and played it, yeah, you Maine. Um, but I'm sure it's probably a quick just fly across the country most of the time when you were traveling, not like stopping in between. Uh, so seeing new places is pretty cool, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's been nice. Like going to Maine, you're I'm a lot more used to you know the East Coast and been to you know pretty much all the states now. I mean, that's been nice. But yeah considered Maine home now and in Boston as well. So I'm pretty happy with it. That's pretty awesome. I mean, I, I grew up in Maine. Like I spent, I'm, I'm 35. I will be 35 in a couple of weeks. Um, mm -hmm. But I spent like ages 20 to 30 in Massachusetts. Um, but up until 20, I was, I was living in Maine. Uh, and so I'd call Maine home because I've lived here most of my life. Um, mm -hmm. I was actually just recently, like basically when you were in Maine, <laughs> uh, just recently yeah. uh, became back a Mainer again. 
Um, Love so, it. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty fun place state to be in, and uh, it's a pretty cool place to play hockey too. What, what made you decide on Maine when you went to went to Maine? Yeah, good question. I mean, it is it is a really great place to play hockey. And um, when I was in the recruiting process, you know, a lot of schools reached out in a short amount of time just because, uh, you know, when you're up in Alaska, you don't get the exposure uh, that the you know, the Midwest kids get, or basically any of the lower 48 is what we call them up there. Um, it's what they get because, you know, scouts aren't coming up to Alaska. So when I was, you know, sought after uh, the USHL, it was after my first, it was after my first um, kind of tournament, there was a, like a spring showcase or a fall showcase uh, right at the beginning. And that's when a lot of schools ended up seeing me and, you know, it was kind of a whirlwind just getting all these different coaches coming into you up to you after the locker room. And I can remember vividly when the main coaches walked in, never heard of, you know, I didn't even know where university of Maine was, um, you know, like Orono, I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just remember the conversation. It wasn't even about hockey. It was just about the great fishing and hiking spots there are around Maine. And I was like, all right, this is going to be a place that I'm going to take seriously. And then uh, when I came for my visit, saw the campus, uh, saw the rink, it was kind of, no looking back from there mm. it's definitely funny i feel like that's a lot how main people do it like when you know abe uh, the co-owner of owner brewing company when he talks to mm. people about our beer a lot of times it's not about the beverages itself it's about the experience you could have like in the round totally. orno unless like the, the totally. sales of the beer are secondary completely it's about yeah. the experience about orno uh it seems like hockey obviously they do the same thing like you played hockey. You know what hockey's all about. Let's talk about what you can do when you're not on the ice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think someone tipped them off. I think it was my agent. They uh, <laughs> they have a good relationship. I know Red had a great relationship with my agent. He actually coached Red coached my agent when uh, my agent was in high school. And so oh, wow. he was his history teacher and his his high school coach. So it was kind of the writing on the wall. You know, he was like he really trusted him. And um, you know, when I met Red for the first time, that was just like he was the guy that I wanted to be, I wanted to play for. And, um, you know, my dad loved him just because, you know, not only did he want to make me a better hockey player, but he wanted to make me a better person. And that's what, that's what the coaching staff was all about at Maine too. And then just like you said, you know, the culture that Maine has and the the people of Maine have, you know, everyone was so nice and it was just so great. I could strike a conversation with anyone and, you know, they'd always have some connection to Alaska somehow or some connection to, uh, you know, Boston. And it was just super cool. Um, yeah, so I, I'm very fond of the Mainers. I love that place. I had friends that in high school who had moved out from Sitka uh, to Maine, and I, both people moved out here because their dad moved out here for college. He was going to school. Wow. Uh, and when they came to Maine, uh, both of them still live in Maine. They both got married and had families. Like they were like, you know, Alaska's fun, and still they call it home. Uh, but when really? they came and moved here, it was like, no, we're staying in Maine. So that's pretty cool to wow. to have that you know connection. Yeah, Sitka is a pretty cool place. Um, yeah. That's amazing. You know, see, that's the thing. It's just small world. And yeah, I mean, Maine's, again, it's like, you know, it's one of a kind, just like Alaska. And it's just kind of your preference if you want to, you know, have Maine mountains or Alaska mountains. It's, it's mm -hmm. you know, the best of both worlds. So it's a good spot. It is. And it's uh, and, and, uh, with, with Hockey East, I think a lot of people enjoy coming up and playing. And, and I was a media member before I moved back to Orono. I actually was a media member in Massachusetts. Uh, I stopped writing uh, college hockey in about 2015, uh, I believe it was, uh, 16, right around there. Uh, I was a beat writer for UMass Lowell. 
um, oh, wow. for a number of years. And so I covered hockey East, frozen Four, all that stuff. And so being from Maine or being like growing up here up until 20, um, mm -hmm. traveling back up to Orna was such a fun experience because there oh, really right. isn't an arena like, you know, Maine's arena. There's like, it, it, there's other ones obviously similar to it, but the mm -hmm. experience you get when you're actually in that arena is pretty badass. Yeah, no, you know, it, you know, better than most. I mean, if you've been around it, um, you know, you know, the difference in arenas and yeah, I mean, the Alphonse, Alphonse, you know, second to none, there's nothing like it. And the fans there even better. It was so fun looking up in the crowd and you get the students and then you get, you know, the 67 year old, you know, couples sharing the same chance because they just know it. It's in their blood. Right. And it's just <laughs> such a great, great atmosphere to play. in. I mean, it is, it's a really special place. And they're looking at, they're doing some uh, upgrades this year too, which is going to be pretty cool. Cause I mean, it is an older building. So there's that aspect with it, but I feel like in new England, every building you, you go into is pretty yeah. old, but uh, yeah, it's nice to see they're going to do some upgrades up there and make the experience a little bit better for everybody. But uh, like I said, there's just something about that arena when you're in Alphonse, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's like no other. And it's pretty cool that you got to play there for a couple of years, um, you know, and, and see that experience. And obviously you get to play with red and, you know, obviously rest in peace. Uh, to Red, yeah. and, and, and he's going to be missed by a lot of people. I was actually, speaking of media, I was actually once able to interview him after a game. Nice. Uh, and he was you. very, very, very good. Uh, he's so nice. Like, he was just very yeah. personal. I mean, they don't like uh, college. I mean, coaches in general don't really like talking to the media, let's be honest. Um, yeah. But he just was always like, yep, this is what you're, you're doing your job. I'm doing my job. Let's just have a conversation. So he was a really nice guy. I only got to meet him a couple of times, but interviewed him once. Uh, and he was just a super nice and, and very good for me. And, and we're, we're all going to miss him for sure. Yeah, it's really kind of you to say, but it's true, right? I mean, if you got to meet him, you know, his his presence just kind of rubbed off on you. And it kind of like, you're never going to forget that, that kind of thing. And it's like every conversation I had with him, it's like, you know, a life lesson that I'll use forever. You know, it's just <laughs> unbelievable some of the stuff he would say. And it's like, yeah your experience does kind of wear off on me. That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, and his family is just the best too, Jan, Katie and Allison. It's just really cool. You know, it was a family oriented, um, you know, vibe being on the hockey team there. And again, like that just that travels around to Maine in itself and Orono, like Orono is the best college town ever. You know, you can just travel around and you're seeing student life everywhere and you know the locals are the same way like hey you go to college like what are you studying you know are you enjoying it and it's like yeah i'm enjoying it. it's the best place ever you kidding me it's awesome so yeah. it was just a really great experience for me and i'm, I'm sure countless others yeah excuse me um and speaking of that and you know, obviously you, you uh you left early right you left after your junior season is that correct mm -hmm. yeah um, and you had, I mean, your season, 2019, 2020 season was obviously spectacular for you, but also for the entire, you know, uh, hockey team. I mean, you guys went finished fourth in hockey East, uh, and things were looking up and things were looking well, but then COVID hit, um, what, what kind of experience was that? I mean, you guys were probably going to make a run, uh, in, in college, at least hockey East playoffs and so on. Um, but did they cancel it at all? Is that, am I correct about that as well? Yeah. Yeah. This last year was yeah. definitely a special group. You know, it just kind of had all the keys that, that we've been waiting for, um, you know, and talking to the coaching staff, that's what they were saying too. It's like, we had a, a few forwards that were scoring goals. We had defensemen that were playing the systems and we had a goalie that could sometimes do the job, you know, that kind of <laughs> thing. So it was, it was fun to have that confidence in each other. And yeah, I, I truly believe we had all the keys to really make, an impact uh not only in the hockey east tournament but the national tournament as well and 
yeah, it's just unfortunate. The sucky part is, is that there's an, an unknown there mm-hmm. and unknown there. And, um, you know, a lot of what ifs, but I mean, if we could replay that season again, it wouldn't change it for the world just because of, you know, the relationships we've made on that team, the memories mm-hmm. we made. And, uh, it was pretty, it was a special group. So I mean, you ended up getting to play at the garden anyway, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been like, nice to be able to be there and be like for a hockey East championship, but you ended up because you were drafted by the Bruins and they ended up signing you. You get to get called up there. Uh, you ended up playing in the uh, playing in the Garden anyway, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy with that. I mean, I was kicking myself. I was like, you know, we played in hockey East, never, never one step foot in the Garden, <laughs> and so I'm I'm glad I did it the way I did. Um, mm-hmm. You know, from a personal standpoint, it's a pretty special experience, and this organization is just unbelievable. Um, management, players, everything. It's just top notch. And it's just a really, really fun locker room to be in here. It, it must be cool too. I don't know. I'm obviously, I've never actually played hockey. I've just been a big fan of it for a number of years. And, and seeing your draft, uh, you know, getting drafted by a team like the Bruins uh, a couple of years ago, um, but playing at UMaine, that must have been a pretty cool experience too. Because I mean, people in Maine are Bruins fans mostly because of the fact that it's our closest team. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people are cheering for you to play at UMaine, but they're also like, "This is pretty cool" because this guy's also a prospect for the Bruins. Uh, that must have been something pretty cool when you're playing at UMaine. Yeah, that was just kind of a blessing in disguise. <laughs> you know, I was, I was drafted before I was even committed to Maine, and. Uh, you know, when I eventually committed to Maine, it was just kind of like, this is, oh no, sorry. The other way around, I was already committed to Maine. Yeah. I was already committed to Maine. The draft was in June. Um, I, I committed in October. And so, yeah, I was, I already knew I was going to Maine. And when the Bruins drafted me, it was just like, are you kidding me? This is perfect. You know, it's just, couldn't have worked out any better. I'm super excited with that. And yeah, the support, uh, you know, from the Orono community was really special with that. There's a lot of Bruins jerseys at games. And, you know, I know there are Bruins fans as is, but it's always cool to, to be, uh, you know, a part of that. But obviously when I was in Alphonse, all I cared about was the, the main blue. So it was easy for me to, you know, dial it in and make sure that I'm doing my job here because if I took care of it there, it'd get me to where I wanted to be in Boston. So I was really excited exactly. with that. Yeah. And I mean, obviously you had a stellar season in 2019, 20, but like when you decided to sign pro, um, I've been there, like I was covering the UMass Lowell Riverhawks, like I mentioned, uh, when Hellebuck signed pro. And mm-hmm. I remember the conversations that, uh, that they were having and, and, you know, coaching staff being like, no, we were like, yes, this is your opportunity to do it. it. It sucks to lose a player of your caliber on the team, but also this is your personal life and this is your future. And if you have the opportunity to go and go pro, a lot of coaches in, in hockey, college hockey are going to say, do it. Like, we're cool with it. We're going to back you. You know, you can sign, you can sign your contract in our, in our media room. You can do whatever you right. want. This is like, this is your future. Uh, so I'm guessing they were right behind you when you decided to leave and, and go pro. Yeah, it was a, you know, it was a, a serious conversation to have. Um, because again, like we were really good last year. Mm-hmm. And if we had some key components coming back, you know, we could have been good this year as well. Obviously with COVID, there's a lot of unknowns too. So um, but yeah, through and through every, everyone supported my decision and that's what I really wanted. You know, I wanted to make sure that, uh, everyone was on the same page and that I was ready, right. I needed to make sure I was ready to go to the next level. And that was the conversation we had. We, we all discussed, you know, have I had the experience I need in order to be successful at pro hockey? Um, 
And that's, we all agreed on that. And again, I can't thank the University of Maine, the coach staff and the players enough because without the University of Maine, uh, no way I could be here and, and do what I'm doing. It's just, it's just a reality. And, you know, that's a testament to Hockey East as well. The play, uh, the competitiveness that it was every night playing different teams with top-notch prospects from every NHL team, you know, it's just a really incredible experience. And again, couldn't have happened without them. I mean, so we talked obviously a lot you mean stuff like that, but what was it like to get that, that conversation to say that you were actually going to play for the Bruins, that you were actually going to suit up uh, for the big league team in the NHL? What was that, was that experience like at all? Like, that was uh that was april early april right mm -hmm. so yeah i started out in providence this year and again just happy go lucky i was super yeah. happy to be there and um you know we had a really good team there and had some success early on and then um i think halak went down with covid and so they needed another goalie to travel and i was the next one you know it was kind of the perfect order um and when we played Philly at home, first day I was there, and then we traveled that night, played Philly the second day. It was a back-to-back. -back. And, uh, yeah, on the plane, goalie coach told me, hey, you're going you're gonna to play tomorrow. And so I was excited. Um, you know, I was, I was kind of expecting, you know, being able to, like, be ready to play, right? That's the kind of mentality I have is always be ready to play. You know, it's your job. It's what you're there for, and it's what I love to do, so – you know, when I heard it, I didn't want to take it. It's too much of a surprise because, you know, was, I was expecting it. You know, it's just what I wanted to do. I wanted to expect it. And I wanted to make sure I could do whatever I do to help the team. So that was a pretty cool night, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was pretty special uh, putting on the first uh, first time, putting on the Bruins sweater and playing in another original six teams, Philadelphia. So wasn't too nervous going into it just because, again, I was excited. You know, I was like, this is what where I wanted to be is where I'm supposed to be. And, and the game went just went by so fast. It seemed like, you know, it, just, it was just like, I wanted to enjoy every moment and that's what I did. And it was just so fun and still doing right. it. Still and you, it. you, you picked up a win that night, right? Is that, am I looking on that? Correct. You, we won that. Game. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just yeah, pretty cool. I mean, get that out of the way is a pretty good thing too. Right. I mean, it's, it's nice to play at a game, but to get that first W out of the way too, is a pretty uh, relieving, I'm guessing. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I was talking to Carlo about that, actually. And, you know, he was a young guy coming into the league, too, when he was uh, a rookie. And he was just like, yeah, I was, you know, waiting for that first one just to get it out of the way and then just focus one day at a time. And that's what we kind of laughed about after, you know, just get it out of the way and focus one day at a time and uh, enjoy it, man. It's fun. It's a game. And yeah, that's why we play. So it's super awesome to have these awesome veterans, too, that are always there with you, you know, just saying we're going to support you whatever you need. And that's, that's what it was. Everyone does their job at this level, you know, and it was at college too, but everyone does their job and it's a really cool thing to see. And some of the plays, obviously at this level, you kind of just, oh, like that was unbelievable. So it's pretty cool to get a front row view for that. But yeah, that's pretty, I mean, and then 10 days later, you also picked up your first NHL shutout. Like, like it, it, you're just like some of these people I, I've talked to and stuff like that around Maine, around Orno have just been like, they knew who you were, but really it wasn't until this level where they knew who you were. And it like mm -hmm. some of these good things that have happened to you, like I said, you got your first start and then you got your win, you got your shutout all within a short period of time. Um, 
Swayman has become a name that people in New England now know. Like, it's weird. It must be surreal to know that people actually know who you are. No offense, because obviously <laughs> people knew who you were, but just saying, like, it's one of those things that, like, there are people I can say your name to now that don't even follow college hockey or professional hockey who know who you mm -hmm. are now, which is pretty badass. That is pretty cool, but, you know, it's still a small fish in a big yeah. pond, you know, and just making sure I'm doing my job and, uh, again, like, I don't need the attention. It's just all I want to do is help the team win at the end of the day. Just keep it simple and have fun doing it. And that's the correct answer because that's the answer that most good players are going to say to it's a team sport. You know, it, it really is. And, and one of the things I always loved about hockey and talking to people about hockey and talking to like Abe, for example, at Orna Brewing um, was the fact that like a backup quarterback doesn't play that often correct i mean if you think about it in a sport like the nfl or in college football the backup quarterback is there just in case the, the starting quarterback goes down with an injury mm -hmm. or the game is blown out or maybe it's a different scheme but like most of the time the backup quarterback doesn't play in hockey it's like the the backup goaltender gets an opportunity every few nights because they rotate it out more like a pitching you know a starting five in, a, in, a, in the mlb um sure. so seeing someone like yourself you know listed as the number two goaltender you're going to get your opportunities because there are nights where you rest your number one goaltender and put the number two mm -hmm. goaltender in. So it's like, it's one of those things that you can turn the game on any night and, and, and you could see anybody in net, which is pretty sweet. Um, so that's pretty cool. Cause it does give you that opportunity. I've seen other people get called up in other sports and they don't play for the entire time they got called up because mm -hmm. you're just there as an emergency backup. Um, but with a sure. goaltender, like you said, you get your opportunity really quickly and it must've taken some nerves away too, just to get that out of the way. Sure. Yeah, so. totally. That's a, you know, it's kind of a newer thing, too, is, um, you know, not overplaying your head goalie throughout the regular season just because, you know, games are taxing for everyone. Mm -hmm. But for goalies, too, it's 60 minutes. You're not, you're not focused on anything else. You don't get to go on the bench and, you know, grab a sip of water. It's You're involved in the play at all times. So not only is it physically fatiguing, but it could be mentally fatiguing as well. So um, it's good to let that, you know, 1A goalie, get a rest or two, uh, you know, a, a day off or two, but at the same time, you know, if you're the, if you're a backup goalie or one B, you know, you want to make sure that you're pushing the one a, um, to, you know, get better results out of yourself and yeah. him because that only can help the team. Right. So it's a healthy competition, but it really benefits the team more than anything, which is the best part. So equal, like when, you get two goalies that are hot, then you can't complain about that. So it's a fun, fun process to be a part of. And so you have a, how many more, you know how many more games you have left in the season? Is there, I, I haven't been following the Bruins that much this season. Yeah. I think we have eight. Okay. Seven or eight more games. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I mean, it's such a weird year and it's such a weird year for sports. It's like just in general, not knowing, I, like I, I used to know, cover like watching sports and covering sports you used to know this many games were in this season for this sport and so on and so forth but with the covid seasons and like yeah. some some leagues have done shorter seasons some year different play-in tournaments for 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 sports for for the playoffs it's just like one of those things that i don't even have the attention span right now to keep up on all the different sports different right. nuances to this covid year um so it's kind of just a unique season for sure and it's one of those things that's funny you, you your nhl debut is the same year that a lot of people have like it's in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know it is nuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one thing about that this year is it's been 
a lot different because we packed in a lot of games in a short amount of time. And I think the last time the Bruins have had two consecutive off days without a game was in like March. So it's been grind, like grinding time. So it's been, it's been cool to be a part of, but what the best or the coolest thing to see is how these veterans take care of their bodies after a game, because literally they get, you know, 24 hours and then we're going 110% the next night. And, you know, you're playing every night. These forwards don't get rest like goalies do. And mm -hmm. so it's pretty amazing to watch, you know, how they take care of their bodies and, you know, manage themselves off the ice as well as on the ice. It's, it's funny how uh, I, uh, just totally just thought lost my train of thought there for a second. <laughs> no worries. But no, uh, yeah. So it's, 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 oh, when I was saying is uh, that when I was messaging you back and forth, trying to figure out a good time to do this, it was, I was trying to look at the Bruins schedule as well. Cause yeah. you know, like making sure you're not actually like, Hey, can we do it at seven o'clock on Tuesday? And you're like, well, yeah. I'm actually he's playing. So I can't do that. <laughs> uh, that'd be a hell of an interview right there. Right. right. On the ice. You're playing. No. Um, but yeah, and I looked at that. It's like every other night, it's a game, and, mm -hmm. and obviously you're traveling and all that stuff. Uh, who who you bunk up with when you're on the road? Who's your roommate? Uh, we don't have roommates. Oh really? Oh, because of COVID, yeah. or is it just yeah? I believe it's COVID. Um, it might be an NHL rule oh, cool. too that yeah, just no roommates on the road. So it's been nice just to get a little solitary time and you know relax, kind of unwind. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing, you know, at you're 22 years old. I'm guessing you probably have a lot more in common with some of the younger teammates too. Like you mentioned earlier, talking to some teammates, but, uh, um, you know, is, is that like how they usually do Is that how you do it usually? I mean, is you guys all one big group or is it usually like small little cliques of people that hang out mostly with each other? Yeah. I think the biggest difference from like college to pro hockey is that, you know, college, um, everything's as a group, right? Like mm -hmm. you're on the road, you have, you know, teams track shoots, you're making sure you're on the same time meal and stuff. But then there's, there's meals here too, but yeah. you know, in, in professional hockey, you know, guys have families, they have obligations outside the rink too. Right. So they're going to, they're going home to a completely different scene than, you know, a rookie like me is going home to his uh, hotel right now, just because <laughs> yeah. of the circumstance. So yeah, um, yeah that's kind of take care of itself, but around the rink, I mean, the guys are so great uh, in that locker room that, you know, I can strike up a conversation with any one of them and not be like nervous or, you know, uh, feel out of place or anything. So it's pretty cool. Um, but again, like you're definitely going to have a better relationship with the younger guys that are kind of going through the same process as well. So I've definitely like some of the Providence guys that are up here as well that I've known since beginning of the season, it's been nice to kind of hang out with them and, you know, follow their lead sometimes and, Again, just learning every day. That's the biggest thing because, you know, you can't, can't buy experience. So yeah. you just got to go through it and enjoy it. And you're taking advantage of opportunities. Like I said, you never want to see, you know, when you're, in, you're starting in your career like you are now, you obviously are happy with that experience of getting that shot to play in the NHL, but obviously it came at the expense of someone else either getting injured or sick or something like that. So you never want that to happen for that person. Right. But you also, like you said, you, you take advantage of the opportunity and obviously work towards saying, I deserve this shot too. So in the future, as things progress, um, I'm just as good to be there as anybody else should be. Uh, and so taking that advantage and, and, and working hard uh, to get to that opportunity and keep that opportunity is obviously something that's at the forefront of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing too. It's like, once you get your opportunity, you want to maintain it. You know, you want to make sure that 
you're doing everything you can to, you know, stay in that, stay in that role and, and earn it every day. So it's been cool. Like I've been asked by a couple media reporters if I'm comfortable yet. And I kind of slightly disagreed. And I was just like, Hey, I, you know, yeah, I'm comfortable around the guys and everything, but you know, as soon as you get comfortable, then you kind of get lackadaisical, you don't do the detail stuff. And, you know, it's not being uncomfortable, but it's making sure that I'm, I'm doing what I can and I'm supposed to be doing not to be comfortable, you know, <laughs> to make sure that I'm doing the little things that, you know, some guys could skip out on. And that just gives me kind of an, an advantage. And again, same time, like you get a full team that's doing that, you're going to have a pretty dangerous team come playoff time. So it's a pretty cool environment to be around and, and learning from the older guys. Like, that's what I see. I see how they take care of themselves after, after they skate, I'm going to do the same thing. It's not a copycat thing. It's just what I've learned from college and now being in pro you have to do it if you want to be successful for a long time. Excuse me. And, I, and, and it's, it's, it's worked for many people. So having that opportunity and do, taking care of that, um, you know, hopefully you'll have a long uh, tenured uh, career in the NHL. A lot of us uh, New Englanders would hope we stay with the Bruins for a long period of time. <laughs> um, but, you know, obviously take your shots where you get them. And right now you're on the Bruins, you're going to try to help them win. And that's your whole goal. Uh, you get a great mentality of it. It's pretty cool. Uh, I, I, you know, you're down to earth, which is awesome too. Cause like, you know, some people might let this go to your head, but having a conversation with you right now, it shows that you're obviously like just taking it and saying, Hey, this is my life now and I'm going to do it and, and, yeah. and work hard every day and see where it goes. Totally. You mm -hmm. nailed it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, I know you're still in the middle of a season and you're, you're trying to win and stuff like that. You're not looking to the off season, uh, but I'm guessing you're excited to go back home at some point uh, to Alaska. Uh, and then at some point, maybe visit Maine again. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously taking it day by day right now. Um, but that's kind of the irony. It's like the unknown, right? You, you we don't know when it's going to end. So there's no plans being made for summer. Um, I imagine if it, it'll be a shorter off season just because of the circumstance mm -hmm. uh, with COVID. So if I do go back to Alaska, which I probably will just cause just to see family, make sure yeah. I'm unwinding and enjoying some mountains. Um, It'll be yeah after the season, and then yeah. I'll probably come up to Maine after the season as well to see some familiar faces and just kind of reconnect. And uh, yeah, just you know, I'm already here. Might as well come up and and you know have a beer with you because yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's where we're going with this. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's I'm excited now. to have you up there because I mean, it's you know one of those things that um, one of the benefits you do get, and like you we mentioned that like is that you are so close. Uh, you know, it's not mm -hmm. a, a hop, skip and a jump to get to Orono from Boston. Um, but it is one of those things that it's not like you have to board a six hour plane to fly across the country to get to us. Like you could just come up, not saying that it's easy. I'm just saying it's a lot easier than if you played for you right. know, the LA Kings or something like that it might be a little bit more mm -hmm. difficult to take a little jaunt up to, uh, up to Orono. Um, yeah. you know, you're always welcome to come have a pint with us and, and, and share some <laughs> war, war stories about being in the NHL and, and, uh, and you, you're always welcome to show up on a day that we're not even open. We'll have beers in the brewery. It. It's, it's one of those, uh, one of those things you're always welcome in Orono for sure, for sure. And, you know, and we've got things cooking, some fun things coming up and, and we're excited for that as well. Um, and, and, uh, you know, Abe's excited for just having conversations with you. Sending you some stuff in the mail was exciting to him. Uh, that was fun, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and so uh, we, we, you know, every time we get some new stuff, we're gonna send it to you because you know we keep we take care of the people who take care of us. We take care of those people mm -hmm. who love us, uh, and we send out those packages whenever we can. So uh, you know, is it all gone now? Probably anything we sent you is probably gone, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, try not to 
you know, drink too much during the season. Yeah. But yeah. those are just like you just can have one and enjoy it, right? They're just such high quality stuff and you know, that uh fruity the fruity yeah. what it, what so fruitful? like that's what it is, the fruitful. Um but I was talking to Abe, I had a great conversation with Abe and it's like your kind of trademark is to have that fruity, hoppy yeah. Oh, yeah. kind of finish, right? And that's mm-hmm. just so unique. You know, you can't find that anywhere else. And it's funny, I was talking to uh one of my family friends that lives in Mass and he's like, You've had the tubular, right? Yeah. And I'm like, Have I had the tubular? Of course <laughs> I've had the tubular. And so it's distributed all around Mass. Yeah. Uh, all around Mass now. And he's like, I'm sending it to my to my uncles, to my cousins. <laughs> he's like, This place, this stuff is awesome. Like it's that's right. It's awesome. Now you got to go up to the brewery and see it yourself. But uh, yeah, no, the impact you've had on the community of Orono and coming, you know, to the, you guys have been to the Alphon, he was telling me, you guys have yeah. been up the box behind us. Like that's, yeah. that's huge. And I know the, the campus is all over it too. They love it. And it's always a good spot to go, you know, on a weekend. So it's, and a weekday, but especially after a Saturday night win. So it's always yeah, exa- exactly. We know we, we pay our bills because of the college students. Like, let's be honest. There is, we mentioned those 60 year old people who sit in the stands and watch the, your games, but, but you know, the college students during the school year are our lifeblood. Uh, mm-hmm. It makes people I get a salary from Warner Brewing Company because of the college students, let's be honest. And so we always wanted to connect with them. So we're partnering with, with, you know, black bear sports properties and, and, and doing promotions at games and all that stuff, because we know, after a nice win for the black bears coming down to Orna Brewing Company and grabbing some, some tots and some beers uh, to celebrate is, is something that a lot of people do. And we know that that's without the students wanting to come there, we wouldn't be where we are now. So uh, it's really cool to see that. And there's definitely, we've had times with you and you hockey players come in on a regular basis. And it's cool is that when you're a hockey player at UMaine, you're in one of the most premier schools for hockey in the country let's be honest I mean, any team really in hockey east is up there like that it's one of the premier conferences but you main the history and the lineage of, of you main um but people come down and sit down at a table and no one bothers you <laughs> like like mm-hmm. it's just you're like one of the people that are there you're just another person sitting at a table it's not uh-huh. like you're this like untouchable person that you can like yeah. you can actually anybody who plays basketball football hockey anything at you main they come to orna brewing company they sit down they have tots and they have a soda or a drink or beer or whatever they want and they're just left alone. People don't bother them, which is pretty cool. No, oh, it is cool. The fish tacos. I love the fish tacos. Those yeah, are good. See? There you go. Yeah, fish I got it going. On. That was a fun <laughs> spot. But then it's, it's exactly. And the way it looks, like, Abe and Heather and all of them have done a great job making that place look pretty sweet too. So it's not just this boring little location. Like we actually have some cool, uh, cool yeah. vibe going on there for sure. Um, totally. And it's exciting for the future. We have big plans for a bunch of different things. Uh, coming up in Orner Brewing Company over the next you know year or two, and uh, mm-hmm. when we went to Massachusetts for the first time, like when we sent beer to Massachusetts, I was happy because that's where I spent ten years of my life. Uh, yeah. I was actually born in Massachusetts, um, but like the idea that when they're like we're in Massachusetts now, I'm like, okay, are we going to be at this store and this store and <laughs> like all the places <laughs> that I used to buy drinks at? And so right. it was like a surreal moment. Uh, Pat, our sales rep, called me uh, from Andover, whereas where I spent most of my time when I was down there for 10 years, he, uh, called me and was like, where should I go? And I told them all these spots and they were all packed with people. He's like, I can't get a word in there to talk to them about selling our beer, uh, because they were just full of people. I'm like, that's why I wanted us to be in there. (laughs) No, totally. Yeah. yeah, I saw it in Providence and convinced the boys Mm -hmm. to get some like for just kind of an afternoon. It was great. It's so cool. It just, whenever you can get some sort of connection to Maine and 
that's just the best and doing it over a beer that's even better so it's pretty cool super happy for you guys yeah i'm excited and so we did it once we were in uh, new york city and um we were at a bar and, and one of the things i realized that was the greatest thing in the world to call us orno brewing way back in the day uh, was because we were in a bar and someone's like, they had no idea who we were as a brewery because they were, they graduated in like 2012, 2011 mm -hmm. before we were even you know conceived. And um, they just knew the name Orono. And it was like, if we were called yeah. Joe Schmo's Brewing Company, they would have no idea where we're from. But those totally. that connection, that alumni network of UMaine students were like, oh, we know what Orono was. So they packed the bar out and our, our beer all sold out and stuff like that because yeah. of the name Orono. So it does have totally. that cool connection. No, hundred percent. It's a special place to anyone that goes there, and rightfully so. It's a sacred grounds up there. It's awesome. It's super cool. So, yeah, so I know. Looking forward, to, you know, at some back. point getting you back up here to 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 enjoy some fish tacos and, and have a conversation for sure. Definitely. Um, and maybe we can chat again when you're up and do a little like a catch up where you've been and what you've been doing. Um, yeah. Um, but you got a couple more games left in this season. Um, Swayman's gonna hopefully play some more games, right? I mean, we're recording this on, on a Sunday night and, and he just flew in or came into the town, but you picked up a win last night. I saw, right? Yep. Yeah. We want to, we beat Buffalo in that mm -hmm. afternoon. Yeah. We're playing Jersey tomorrow and Tuesday. And, uh, I think we're home for Rangers twice and then cool. we had the Islanders and then I think Washington for one more. So it's definitely less than eight games. Yeah. So we're just, we're coming down to it. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, you're getting down to the end there. It's a lot more traveling than college hockey, huh? <laughs> yeah, but it's, we got some nice flights. And, yeah, so uh, say it's, it's also a lot yeah. different because you're not taking these buses to, to, up right. from Maine. And you knew that. Maine everywhere is a traveling. Anytime you don't have a home game, it's a travel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I was laughing with Miller because he went to Vermont. Okay. Yep. Remember that six and a half or to Vermont? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll that. <laughs> Now you're now it takes you six and a half hours to fly across the country. Less yeah, than that, honestly. Oh yeah, we've traveled. Veteran traveler. <laughs> but yeah, sweet. So uh you can see Swayman play hopefully a couple more games for the Bruins this year. And and again, we I just appreciate you coming on, talking to Maine hockey and, and talking some Bruins stuff. And I, I you know, us Mainers up here couldn't be more proud for you. Um, you know, you are from Alaska, but we're gonna call you ours um for the rest of your life. And your career yeah. so uh we'll we'll take credit for your success here in maine Are you cool with that <laughs> yeah it's cool man that's great i just <laughs> you know i'm not gonna leave anyone behind that's for sure because <laughs> those places are special to me so couldn't have done it without you guys couldn't have done it without alaska and just so so fortunate to be here man and i'm just so thankful for the relationships guys like you and you know coaches and just mm -hmm. regular people it's just everyone's the best and it's just uh really uh really blessed with what I've been through and happy to be here now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just, your, your happiness right now is making me happy. Just you're so <laughs> you're living the dream. Like, let's be honest, you know, baby Jeremy was, this is his goal, right? His, his dream is to play in the NHL and, and you're, you're actually living it, which is pretty badass for me. And, and it makes uh -huh. me think that anybody, any dream can be achievable and you're doing it right now, even if it ends up being a short time and you're, you're living it right now and you're taking advantage of every moment. I can tell that for sure. Yeah. Just, easiest thing is to take things one day at a time, you know, and enjoy the moment. I know it's cliche and you hear it all the time, but it's just such a, such a true thing. And, um, you know, whether it's mountain biking and, you know, the woods or backpacking somewhere or playing on the ice in an NHL game, you just enjoy it and you have a smile on yep. your face. You really can't complain about that. Absolutely. And so uh, you're on Instagram, right? You want people following you on Instagram or do you, do you not care? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, mean, I like when people reach out, I try to get, uh, get back to them, you know, as much as I can. So yeah, go ahead. And... Jay Swayman one, uh, is your Instagram handle. You can go on there see some pictures of him fishing. I like it. Cause you have, you, you're playing for the Bruins. There's only one picture of you on the Bruins. The rest of it's just your experience in life, which is great. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's what you should be doing. Cause, cause we all know you play for the Bruins. We should know what else you do in your life, which is great. So you <laughs> got some big fishes on here. Um, picture of you at Umaine, uh, which is pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, follow him on Instagram and keep up with him. Uh, Hey, Jeremy, I really appreciate it. It, it was glad talking to you. Um, and, and I'm looking forward to chatting up again and having a beer and, and some fish tacos at some point in the future, uh, or maybe I'll come to Boston and hang out with you in Boston. Maybe we'll see that. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Anytime. Thanks so much, Justin. Yeah, no problem, man. Talk to you later.